0: Happy Wednesday, warriors. Welcome back. I am not gonna lie, I missed you all. Thank you for sticking with me. I did take a good month off, but I wasn't off off. Trust me, I was still working. We'll get into that. But thanks for joining me this Wednesday evening on Wits Wine, Wine and Win. So now that the 501c3 has cleared, we're officially deemed a nonprofit by the IRS. So, whoop, whoop for charity. Um, headshots for Head Starts. We actually had our first event in August, and it was really exciting. Um, I went into our first shelter in Tampa, and I work with the residents. Um, this was a group of women. And um, we played insurance bingo, which was really exciting. We went over some financial and insurance terminology and had awesome prizes. You know me. I had to bring in my case of cherry cola and caramel popcorn to share. It was just really exciting and very enlightening because uh, while I am very much an introvert for the most part, I already see myself like forming relationships, and you know, I'll definitely be back because it went very well. Um, I took to them well, they took well to me, and the director and her assistant are amazing. It's just a really good, 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 great group of women. And so um, I definitely, you know, we're working together right now on putting together the next program and just seeing where I can help them fill in some of the gaps and uh, meet their career interests, whatever it needs from resume, interview skills, you know, they name it. And if I can't help them with it myself, then I know someone who can. So um it's just really exciting time. I was not expecting everything to just go so quickly and so well, but trust me, no complaints over here. I would say that, you know, if anything, my wine this Wednesday is just that, you know, time is limited and it's precious. And, um, Really within the last few months more than ever, I'm just realizing like, wow, like I've never felt like there's not enough hours in the day. Like if nothing else, like, you know, I can work like 16 hours straight. That's cool. But then I still need some time to like sleep, feel refreshed, maybe go for a walk, get a little exercise in too. And, you know, pour something back into myself because, you know, they always say you cannot continuously pour from an empty cup. Sooner or later, you're going to, like your body's going to break down on you um, if you're not having a mental breakdown. And sometimes it's just all of the above so that's no good we want to make sure we're balancing things out as much as possible and luckily it started to slow down a bit again so here I am um while I have some downtime before things get crazier towards the end of the year I wanted to hop on and just say hey to my warriors I miss you guys so today I want to talk with you all a bit about Grant. Um, and that's what I've been working on um, the past few weeks with everything officially clearing. And, you know, you got to have the tax ID number, certain determination letters and everything from the state, from the government, blah, blah, blah. So um, everything needs to be really packaged together, very neat and clean and easy to read. Um, you want to be as precise as possible when you're sending over these proposals um, to some of these sponsors, whether it's like, you know, corporate grants or private foundation, you name it. Um, they want to know who and what they're pouring into so that they can make sure your missions align well. Um, so today actually is the very last day. I'll still got a couple hours. I don't know if it's California or Eastern time on the cutoff, but um, August 31st is the last day for the Pure Leaf Iced Tea um, grant. What they've done is Teamed up, they have a partnership with Allison Felix, who was a U.S. Olympian, and together they partnered with the Seek Her Foundation, and they've got a million dollars pledged to grants, basically to say no, um, and it's all about advocating for women so that we can advocate for ourselves without having a financial burden because of that. For instance, if you want to say no to something at work say, I'm saying no to staying late, but I need to stay late because I need the overtime. These $2,000 grants allow you to say no to whatever it is on your mind that you want to say no to. They allow you to say no. And it is not a, it doesn't sound like it's a competitive grant. Um, I'll have to double check that, but you can do a quick Google search for it and it'll come up under um, Pure Leaf No Grant. And um, so that $1 million um, and $2,000 increments for everyone goes towards allowing you to say no to something at work. But you also have to write and describe to them what you being able to say no is going to allow you to say yes to. So no, I'm not going to stay extra hours so that I can spend more time at a sporting event for my child so that I can spend more time exercising so that I can spend more time with my nonprofit. Those are the things you'll be able to now say yes to now that you don't have to worry about any financial pushback From saying no to whatever it is you want to say no to at work. So today is the last day to get that one in. Again, $2,000. It's free money. And again, it doesn't sound like it's a very competitive thing. I think it's one of those that's just first in, first out. And I am going to share some tips with you guys on just writing these proposals. um, You know, regardless of who you're writing it to, whether it's one of your favorite um, corporations or it's a private individual and you just need to throw a proposal together, you definitely want to make sure you have your paperwork in order. Um, Some of them will allow you to preview the forms, which is amazing, but not all of them do. But there is some basic, like, typical items that you will need. And one of them, um, especially for nonprofits, which most of these are the ones that they will donate to, you want to make sure that you have your articles of organization or articles of incorporation, you know, for um, a nonprofit. Um, and you also want to make sure you have your mission statement, your tax ID number, and your corporate address and contact information, um, not only for whoever the grant writer is, but then also for your executive director, um, who basically would be able to accept funds. Um, and then also your, your banking details for the company. So those are just um, some of the things that I keep handy on me. And have pulled up so that if nothing else, you can save yourself some time copying and pasting, and you know, just have that tax ID after a while. You're gonna start to remember it by heart, but you just want to have those available because, um, not gonna lie, it does take some time, and usually you're going to spend at least half an hour up to an hour per grant until you get the hang of it and then things will start to come easier once you maybe put together some templates and can do more copying and pasting because you do want to be very... um consistent across the board. Um, You don't want to give one mission statement to one grantor and then uh, something totally different to the next because trust me when I say they will cross-reference and then also you want to make sure when they look up your organization that your general mission statement aligns with what you are putting on these paperwork too. that's just, uh, you know, the basics before you even think about applying for anything. But I have some solid tips for you coming up soon. Um, Hopefully our win is going to be some grants, but I also want to help you all win some grants as well. And I don't necessarily want to call it just winning because again, a lot of them are not always going to be competitive. Um, It's sometimes first in first out. So I say, um, my cheat tip: This is a freebie. Find some of your favorite websites that list these things, and make sure you're turning on your email notifications, and that those notifications are coming right to your phone, so that when that pops up, you're able to hop on it before the masses. You know, um, it's not uncommon for someone to throw up a YouTube video, and it has all these, you know, thousands or more views, and then, you know, everyone else starts applying and, you know, putting out more videos to it. So uh, people hop on these like White on Rise. Y'all better not be slacking when it comes to getting these proposals in. And that's why I say you want to be able to do as many as possible, make the most of your time. So just Get a couple done, see what you need, um, get used to the type of questions that you will see, and then put together some templates that help you to get the work done faster. Um, Because you're not going to remember like your whole statement, depending on how lengthy it is, off top. It's going to take some time, and then it starts rolling. (laughs) You'll be able to start doing it in your sleep. So, um, my first tip when it comes to your grant writing is going to be to remember, the whole purpose of these is to complement, not carry your business, okay? So hear me out. They might put a little bit of gas in your tank, but you still got to drive it to work, right? You cannot rely solely on these and any accountant, anyone that's working with your taxes, um, and hopefully that is something you are looking at quarterly. Um, That's another, I don't want to get off on a tangent when it comes to the financial aspect, but any business, especially a corporation, you need to be looking at these at least quarterly. Do not wait until the end of your financial year, whatever month that is for your corporation. Do not wait until the last minute because if anything comes up and you're reviewing it quarterly with a professional, then at least you can pivot, change some things around and make your numbers iron out a bit better than if you just wait until the very last minute. So, um, and that's for anyone. I could just be for the everyday person without a business too, but especially for a business, there's so much on the line, so many different moving parts. You really want to make sure you're reviewing that budget quarterly. And even if you don't bring in an actual accountant quarterly, just check in with them mid-year so that if there's something you need to tweak, um, you know, maybe if you need to move some dollars a certain way, maybe donate, look for some tax breaks, then they can give you a heads up instead of you just being as I like to call it, basically effed at the end of the year. And, you know, now you got to scramble to come up with funds or have all these, you know, issues you were maybe unprepared for. So just clean it up a bit quarterly. And um, if you can't do it, that might be one of the things that's great to delegate out. Um, but yes, the purpose, you don't want to rely solely on these. You need to have your financial game plan. And I'm not saying you have to make a ton of money up front. It does take some time to get those wheels churning, but you definitely want to at least have some good ideas on revenue. And the thing is, if you mess up $1,000 and it's grant money, um, you know it happens. It's not like, okay, you can't make a rent now. And that's the thing that you want to use these for It's kind of like trial and error while you have some helpful dollars coming in to your business. And if they like you, and if you're managing that money well, um then that's going to work great because a lot of times what they do they give you the money but then they also and I love that they give you access to professionals or they might give you access to a knowledge portal and some templates and things like that would be accessible through the portal so that they're not just dumping this money on you and you have no idea how to manage it right and um that's awesome especially for startup because one of the things I've personally you know been like Struggling with the bid is—it's very different running a nonprofit versus an everyday for-profit business. Um, it's very much the same in a lot of ways. You still need to be bringing in revenue, et cetera, but some of the rules just apply a bit differently. And so, having access to some professionals and some templates and some cheat sheets in addition to funds is definitely something that would help us all out. Great. And then of course, each one, teach one. Um, You want these grantors to keep coming back to you and see, oh my gosh, you did really good with this, you know, this thousand dollars we gave to you first time next time we're going to give you 2000 or maybe 5,000 or maybe 10,000 because we see how you did this, how you poured it back into the community. And, you know, so two, Tip two you want to be creative, you want to be upbeat, and you want to make sure you're very innovative when you are writing out these proposals. And sometimes it's just a form. And you know I do like the forms because they're more streamlined, but it's like, man, I can't really get jiggy in this form. They limit you at like 50 words sometimes. Usually I'm seeing 50 to 100 on average that they give you space to write. I'm like, I can barely fit my mission statement in here. And they don't always give you several sections to, you really like expand on what you're trying to say. So I understand it allows them to process things quicker, but you definitely want to be creative with the space that you have. Um, Make them really like grab their attention, be funny where you can, because if you say, Hey, yeah, you know, working in a soup kitchen is great. We feed the needy. Okay, cool. But they see that type of thing every day when it's something creative and exciting and like, And uh, the other thing I try to do is not give it all. Like I don't give them all of the meat and potatoes right up front. I'll sprinkle a little razzle dazzle in the first and then the next section I expand on that to keep their attention. So um, those are just little tips to make sure you are able to hold their eye instead of them just clicking decline before you even have a chance (laughs) to fully describe your mission. Okay? so be fun, be engaging and use words instead of very you know, use big words, use fancy words where you need to. Embellish. Y'all know how to do the razzle-dazzle. I see y'all on social media. Embellish. All right, tip three. Make a budget before you start writing these. Again, we want to be consistent. So have your budget and be very clear in the plans on how you um, plan to use the dollars from this grantor. So um you want to have a general like layout, an idea, okay, x amount of dollars for this, here's how much we pay for the rent, here's how much um the phones cost, here's how much we need in gas, getting back and forth, you know, things of that nature. So you wanna have that set up front and be able to describe that clearly in limited words. Um, or sometimes they let you up upload the form. So make sure you have it on a neat PDF or Excel spreadsheet or something that you don't mind giving them access to. Um, Because a lot of these have restricted funds, which means they expect you to use them for a certain purpose in a certain way. So they may say, hey, we're going to give you a $5,000 grant, but it can't be used for any administrative purposes. So we're not paying the uh, rent, the phone bills, anything like that. But you can put it directly into like, you know, groceries or an event that you're having, you know, if you're feeding the needy. Um, you know, getting all those materials from the grocery store that she might need. Um, if we're giving a lesson, it might go directly to um, some of the materials that we use, notebooks, pens, paper, things like that for the actual event. So a lot of them are restricted. Some of them are very unrestricted. And it's like, yo, we're going to give you this money, make it do what it do, but better believe they're going to come back Um, Within a few months, some of them, sometimes they give you a full year, but they're going to come back and ask you, what did you do with this money? And especially when it's a corporation or a nonprofit and those tax returns are public, um, depending on how much income you're getting, you want to make sure that those numbers are numbering. (laughs) as the kids will say, like, you don't want to say, Hey, I'm spending all this money on X, Y, Z. And then it's looking like ABC when it comes time for them to look at your bottom lines later, they're going to be like, we're not giving you any more money. They might even ask you for that money back. So, um, just one of those things to look out for and for fourth tip, Have at least one good landing page. And that doesn't matter if you have a website domain, www.xyz.com, whether it's a good clean LinkedIn, whether you have a good Facebook page, whatever it is, have a good landing page to refer them over to. We don't want to see you on social media twerking. Maybe they do. They might twerk right along with you, but guess what? They're gonna be dancing while they're hitting the decline button. That is not something that you want to be mixing, just like you don't want to commingle funds. I don't want to commingle my personal social media with the public presence that you're trying to build. It's not just for you. It's for your corporation. So um, it's never good to and it may not even be something negative. It could be like, you know, a lot of these they won't give to religious purposes. So you don't want to, you know, have everything about religion on your page or maybe a certain flag or things like that. And that's something that this grantor steers away from. Um, sometimes it's something as simple as, hey, you have all this drinking on your profile, but they're promoting sobriety. So now your missions aren't really in line or maybe they are, but it doesn't look like it when they pull you up on Twitter, on Facebook, on Insta, on whatever. So you want to make sure that your landing page is nicely put together, direct them to what you want them to see. And then if you need to lock everything else down, put it on private private or, you know, how we do these days, have a little bit public, a little bit private. Just make sure the mix is mixing. (laughs) You don't want to mess up your money um, and learn the hard way that you need to tighten some of these things up. So, and then five, my last and final tip um, that I will say about the grants and the writing, always, always, always make sure you are thanking your donors. Um, this also allows you an end if you have um, a certain contact person over there that you're gonna send the thank you to. Even if you don't get the grant, hey what can I do to tighten this up and maybe get it for a lot of them. They close down the grant after a certain amount of months and but it's a annual thing that they offer. So I say hey how can I strengthen my grant writing and maybe get some funds next year. Um, but you always want to send a thank you. And in that thank you, my preference is that you're including social proof, especially if you do get the grant. So I would say thank you and make sure I have a link to whatever website for my business in my signature of the email. Um, thank you, Mrs. Smith, for, um, the, grant that we got for $5,000. Here are pictures from the event here's exactly where the money went to, you know, link to the website so that they can see pictures from, you know, whatever it is, hey, we use that. And we got like, uh, we bought a cart outright with the um, grant funds that you gave us. Here's a picture of us standing next to the car choosing hard. you know, that type of thing to make them feel good. They have social proof that they need because, you know, they don't just want to pour in and it's just like, okay, what happened with what came of? So let them see where their money went. And that makes them want to sprinkle in a little bit more. People feel good about investing when they're like, okay, you know what they did right by, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do out here. So fifth and final, to say thank you and then take that thank you as an end to sprinkle a little razzle-dazzle on your mission and remind them that they are definitely in alignment. And a lot of times what happens with these people, they end up um, seeing that, getting that thank you. Not only can you maybe build a relationship off of that, but they might even tell you, hey, we have another grant coming around, you know, we just released this one. So I'm giving you a little heads up so that you can be first in line, especially if it's not a competitive grant. So that is how I am helping y'all win this Wednesday. Um, I will definitely keep you all up to speed on the outcome because we have, I'm not gonna say how many we have pending right now. (laughs) Let's just say, It's a TLC type of thing, really. Like, We have not been too proud to beg this month at all. Um, And it's one of those things that um, I was on the line with our uh, potential accountant, and um, we were having a discussion about revenue building, and it's like, hey, when it comes to running a corporation, especially a nonprofit, you cannot be shy about telling people to give me your money about delegating things out, saying you need help, because trying to run this as a one-person thing, like, no, make sure, um, you have a network, um, you know, don't hesitate to, like, let your board members help you, don't hesitate to tell people and strangers and everyone you rub shoulders with that they're in your face, and they want to know what's important to you, let them know, like, this is what I have going on, so, um, I will catch you all. I'm not going to say next Wednesday because we got a lot to get off the ground. And again, I'm still working with some shelters right now. But I will try to touch in with you all um, at least every other Wednesday. Um, Until then, do great and don't forget to water yourselves.